Welcome to Sermon Q&A. I'm Pastor Matt here with Pastor Michael. Mm -hmm. And on November 14th, 2021, Michael preached a message called The New Earth. And that brought up a lot of questions Mm -hmm. and uh, we had some fun with them. But the question right now is, will my pets be in heaven with their same consciousness? What was your favorite pet's name? Bear. Oh, really? Yeah. That's... I had a black lab named Bear as my first dog. Got him when he was about this big. No way. Yeah. How old were you? I was probably five Wow. when I got him, and he lived until I was in college. That's great. So I will be thinking of, of Bear when I answer this question. So uh, three. There's, there's three big options. Number okay. one, uh, in, the, in the new creation, the new earth, God will create all new animals. That's option one. So no mm-hmm. former consciousness, um, no, like the dog, you knew bear, for example, um, bears gone in this scenario and there's new labs, if you will. Um, but there's, you said lab, right? Chocolate. Yeah, lab. it was lab. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Um, that's, that's scenario one. Thomas Aquinas took this view and he broke all of creation, uh, at least the animal kingdom into what he called, uh, rational uh, beings and animal beings or a rational soul and mm-hmm. an animal soul. And the idea is that uh, you see in scripture that particularly with like mammals, if mm-hmm. you will, that there seems there's this word nefesh and it mm-hmm. means like either living one or soul. And so uh, the animals have a nefesh, we have a nefesh, but there's something distinct about ours. And uh, so what we see is that they are really important. They're really valuable. They're created right before humans are. Um, We are created to coexist with them. So they're really important. But his view is that God's just going to recreate all the different kinds of animals. Now, what I love about this uh, is that if we think about the 5 billion species of plants, animals, and insects that are extinct, Mm -hmm. like we have no categories for what kind of animals could be on the new earth. But that's that's option one. Uh, Option two is you bring back all the old animals that died. So every dog that died, every animal that ever died, every T-Rex that ever died. Um, now we're not, we're not applying this to insects. The new earth has to be big. <clears throat> the new earth would have to be uh, pretty large. We don't know how big technically the new earth or new earth is going to be. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So like in my sermon, I mentioned, I Googled, I Googled how many ants are there in the world. And uh, it was, uh, I forget the answer. It was like 10 trillion. 10, and, and, yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. You said 10 trillion plus or minus a couple. Yeah. Plus or minus a couple trillion. Yeah. That's a lot of ants. Cause how can you, that's just like right now. Mm-hmm. So even in, in terms of humanity over the course of, human history, it's estimated there's about 100 billion humans that have ever lived. Right now, there's roughly, I think, 8 billion alive. Uh, that's just a lot of beings, you know, mm-hmm. and the animals are far more numerous than than humans. So that's, that's an option. Uh, I tend not to think that. So the third option is a combination of the two, which the Lord could do. So we know on the new earth, it will be delightful. It will be surprising. It will be personal. It will be wonderful. Uh, there'll be something about the sorrow and pain of the current life that is going to be redeemed. And um, I, I just have a hunch that the Lord is going to have a ton of surprises in place for, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, the question is, which one of these is true? Option one, two, or three. I think it's good to say, what do we know that we know? So we know that the soul or the consciousness, the nefesh of an animal is different than that of a human. Mm-hmm. Jesus did not die on the cross to redeem specific conscious animals. They were also made differently yeah. because God breathed life into mm-hmm. man, but he did not do so with animals. It seemed just, he just created them. That's huge. Yeah. <clears throat> so we bear the image of God, the breath of God in a unique way. Uh, number two, there will be 
animals on the new earth, period. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah 6 talks about this, 65, Revelation 19 has horses. In fact, um, the living creatures in Revelation, it's actually just the word for animal. Mm. Um, and so it's some have surmised, even though uh, they seem to also be angels, um, that some animals were created in the image of angels or some angels were created in the image of animals. Right. But the idea though, this is just a trippy concept, uh, that when you have animals with wings, that that was actually part of the original creation. Mm-hmm. And when we get to the new earth, there'll be all these different kinds right. of animals and whatnot. So yeah. I don't know. But. Yeah. And you also mentioned that when John was trying to explain what he saw, mm-hmm. that he said, oh yeah, there's gold that was yeah. like glass. It was like transparent glass. Uh, I think. Pause. Wait. Um, <laughs> so what was he trying to describe mm-hmm. when he saw those living creatures? You know, yeah. there's a he was trying to put into words exactly what he saw. And totally. so that kind of leaves us still in the guessing game. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny that the the word is just animals. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know what that's going to mean. I don't know what it's going to look like. So the other thing that we know that we know is that scripture does not explicitly tell us that animals will be recreated with their former consciousness. I mean, this is really a question, right? Mm-hmm. Will you hold bear again? Will bear look at you and be like, oh, hey, man, you know, and then like adore I'll you. I'll be in heaven. I know, right? I mean, you'll be on the earth. Yeah, but I know this really shocks you, but I'm not sad about that now. <laughs> I can imagine. Okay. Um, I know your love for animals is strong. I'm very sentimental. Yes. Uh, here's another thing that we know uh, that scripture does imply, I, I, I want to say this carefully because I don't actually know how to interpret this, but scripture doesn't imply that they might not make it mm. consciously. I'm talking about consciousness. Psalm 49, 12 um, talks about the rebellious man who, when he dies mm-hmm. is not going to go to the good place. And it says this man in his pomp or his arrogance will not remain basically like he's going to die in good hell. Um, he is like the beasts that perish. Mm-hmm. And, and the implication is that the man goes to Sheol and goes to the place of the dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, the beasts um, are implied that that's that, that there is no future hope in life for them. Mm-hmm. Not that the beasts go to hell. That's not what the psalmist right. is saying. I want to be clear. Uh, but the idea is that they perish and then that's kind of it for them. Yeah, but and, it's like the flower fades and the yes. grass withers. Yep. Now, it doesn't go on to say that animals also die yep. like that, but yep. maybe in that same line. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Um, we do know, and I think this is also another part of, this is valuable to talk about. We do know that every aspect of creation will be redeemed and restored. Mm. So we have no idea what an atomically restored dog looks like. Mm -hmm. We have no idea when you take out death and decay, um, you take out the animal's need for Mm. eating other animals and the lamb and the lion coexist and the T-Rex and the lion coexist and, um, huge sharks and 50 foot long snakes. I mean, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the the reality of these things coexisting is mind numbing and it's beyond our imagination, which is probably why Paul said, no eye has seen, mm-hmm. nor ear heard, nor the heart imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Paul gets this glimpse into this and he's like, you don't even know. Like right. this is insane. And it's interesting also thinking about, um, I think it was Peter who talked about wives, basically says like, be really nice to your wives because they're, um, they're going to be glorious. They're mm. co-heirs of the entire world. And the implication is in their resurrected bodies, they're going to have a glory to them that mm. you can't even like fathom right now. Um, so mm. I want to read First Corinthians 15, because I think for me, maybe this is the most helpful text. Uh, I don't know that it answers it, but it kind of gives maybe a little direction. 1538, this is all about the resurrection. Mm-hmm. He says, but God gives, God gives it a body as he has chosen. And to each kind of seed, its own body for not all flesh is the same, 
But there is one kind for humans, another for animals, another for birds, and another for fish. There are heavenly bodies, speaking of angels, I think, and earthly bodies, but the glory of the heavenly is of one kind, and the glory of the earthly is another kind. It's also possibly talking about resurrected bodies at Mm -hmm. that point. And then he says, there is one glory of the sun and another glory of the moon. Oh, heavenly bodies also, sorry, could have been um, stars, et cetera. Um, And another glory of the stars, for stars differ from stars and glory. And it's interesting because he's talking about glory here and they're Mm -hmm. all different, right? They all have these different levels of reflection of the character of God and some are closer than others. But the implication already is that this is all about resurrection. Right. All of these things will get a different glory in the resurrection. So are there going to be sun and stars, whatever? We don't need them for light as Mm -hmm. Revelation and Isaiah teaches. But so then it says, what is, so it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown perishable, what is sown perishable, what is raised imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It's raised in power. And I I think Mm -hmm. his point is, is plausibly, he's focusing on the human body. Mm -hmm. But he, it's weird that he's comparing animals, fish, insects, uh, stars, moon, sun, mm-hmm. and this implication that they're they're going to get way more glorious bodies. And uh, again, he doesn't say they will, mm-hmm. but it's really implied mm-hmm. in the entire thing. And and I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means for consciousness and pets, etc. Right. What I do know is that there will be a resurrection. There will be a glory that far surpasses their current glory. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, animals are pretty majestic and awesome and intricate and beautiful and detailed and complex. And right. there's something about their new glory. That's and if they're even seen. better in, in heaven, yep. how much greater will that be? Yeah. Yeah. My, my question is less, will we see our pets in heaven or mm-hmm. will they have their same consciousness? My question is what kind of glory will they have? Like mm. think about this. Uh, I don't know if you were a good dog brother to bear, um, master, whatever you call yourself to him. <laughs> I don't know, Kentucky owner. There we go. In Kentucky. Oh. Yeah. Uh, mm. Ohio. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like, will, will you and bear be able to communicate? Um, like what kind of glory will he have? What kind of conscious will he, I just, well, that's only if God resurrects all of the animals. Right. There we go. That's go. under that circumstance. Yes. Yeah. So I, again, I, I think the best answer is mm. heaven will be short of no delights. It's very possible and we will not be disappointed. I like it. uh, Yeah. So just all these questions just bring up so many more questions. I know. Layers and layers of questions. It's frustrating. That's where we just say, it's just going to be amazing. And I love what you, how you ended your sermon was, it's going to be so amazing. Mm. You should live for it right now. And so with that, let's close. Thank you very much for joining us. We hope to see you back here for more questions on sermon Q&A.